This is another five-star production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we're always keeping the score. I'm one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, we got my guy, Khalil. What up? And to the right of me, stats and research, we got Brandon. Yo. And of course, you will be hearing from Clayton very shortly. But guys, how y'all doing? How's your week going? We're like, you know, at the end of the week. Pretty good. Can I complain? Brandon. Pretty good. Pretty good. I have uh, no complaints. No complaints. Have you guys been keeping up with the the trial of the cinch? No. No. I have. I you have. You're very excited. Okay, we'll talk about that on another on another episode. All right. I but would, I would like what? to start with something since Clayton's not here and he can't stop me. Okay, go ahead. Can I get a little breaking news uh, siren there? You want like oh okay I know where you're about to go with this all right I got you I got you you want like the the house is on fire alarm or like the house is on fire. The house is on fire alarm. Yeah. We have breaking news. Okay. The Miami Hurricanes have landed the number three offensive tackle in the country. Number 20 player, according to the 247 composite. Samson Okunlola. They have vaulted four spots in the recruiting rankings up to number three. Behind Georgia, Alabama at one. Damn, they were and five Georgia. like two days ago. I guess this yeah, they final, landed this Ruben Bain. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. were they were sitting at I believe eight. They landed Ruben Bain on Tuesday. Uh, Ruben Bain, the defensive uh, defensive uh, lineman out of Miami Central, number one ranked in the country. Miami Central, by the way, they play American Heritage tomorrow for the state title. Um, that that uh, lifted them to number five. Um, and then today they landed uh, Samson Okanlola, got them up to number three. They are considerably behind uh, Georgia. Georgia, I believe, has a composite score of like 301. And uh, Miami sits, I think it's like 292 or 294, something like that. Um, probably not. And Alabama's way ahead. They're at like 314. Um, I mean, but we're not even really, you're not trying to compete with Georgia and Alabama in terms of recruiting, at least not right now, but being number three is impressive. Well, actually, this is Miami's highest rated class. Actually, landing Ruben Bain gave Miami their highest rated class in the 24-7 sports era, which started in 2011. Wow. They've never had a top five class. This is impressive. Um, but um, honestly, the only reason they're not quite like their ratings not higher is because they have a lot of three stars in their class. Their class has, I believe, 10 three stars. Um, I think I think Alabama. I, I don't remember how many Alabama has. Uh, Georgia, Georgia, I think has maybe five or six. Um, that's that's kind of where it comes. They actually have Miami has more five stars in their class than Georgia, three to one. That will, will change. Georgia, I believe, is in in. They're the favorite, I believe, to land a five star edge player out of Venice, I believe, uh, Damon Wilson. But we'll see how that goes. Signing day is a week away. Early signing day. Is a week away. But I know you're very excited for it. I am. By the way, we can since we can we can just make this transition because it's pretty easy. Yes. I am very excited about this. Clearly, this is not the first time I have been excited about the Hurricanes. It won't be the last time I've been excited about the Hurricanes. We know. 
But I want to know voicemail segment for you guys. I want to hear from you people. Your the toxic people. your toxic sports relationship. Your toxic sports relationship? That's right. I want to know the teams that have been abusing you for decades. Or decade. I want to know. Because the Hurricanes have been abusing me for the last 16 years. I guess mine would have been the Dolphins. Well, we'll Hello, see I don't know what yours would be. We'll see how it goes. That's uh, new, That's not. We can't put that to bed yet, Robert. It's going good now. Yeah, I mean, I could say the Dolphins. But the Buffalo but snow is coming. Nine, they say, what is it, nine inches? Yeah. By the way, Dolphins are wearing all white for that game. Camouflage. <laughs> Camouflage for what? Their socks will be uh, aqua, sources are saying. Fish uh, in the snow. I don't think yeah. I have a toxic relationship uh, sports-wise. Like, it sucks. You were an Eagles fan at once. One year. One, one, time, <laughs> one, only. Year. one time only. Um, but it wasn't toxic. I mean, if your team sucks. Like, it sucks when you're going through it, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't torture myself. I just Ka- move Khalil on. Khalil does not do the narcotics, as Bomani Jones says. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He don't s- get on those narcotics. Spend the season like hoping and you yeah. know stuff like that. So you're lucky. Yeah. Some of us suffer. All right. Gravely. Well, speaking of a toxic relationship, as a transition, uh, today is the first day that teams in the NBA are allowed to trade players if they want to. That were signed. What that were signed in the off season? Am I correct, Brandon? Yeah, signed in the off season. They can trade them today. There are a few exceptions. For example, like Dwayne Dedman can't be traded until January fifteenth. Same with Oladipo because of the way their contract their contracts are structured. Okay. Uh, but yes, most players are eligible to be traded in the league now. Okay. So, with that being said, so some of y'all that listen to this show, y'all know it's about to go down right now. You know how me and Brandon give it up. Clayton is not. Wait, pause. Okay, I'm talking about it like that. Not. Oh my gosh. See, you don't have to think about it. Just, just let me let me get my stuff off. That's like, it. I don't. I don't. I don't need the people out here questioning me like that. You want to leave it out there? That's fine. That's why <laughs> I said pause. All right, pause again. Um, now Clayton's not here. He can't stop us. Trade machine, baby. Crank it up. Crank it up. All right. Let's go with the first one. What you got for me, Brendan? I know you must have a good trade. I do. I do. This is early season trade machine, by the way, which means we're not done. All right. I'm going to go with, again, the theme. Clayton can't stop me. We're going to start with the heat. I got one for you. Okay. We're going to take Duncan Robinson. Okay. Pretty nice game the other night. Uh, was it last night? Last Le- night? Uh, yeah, against the Thunder. First time in a long time. Don't say last night because they're hearing this on a Friday and they're playing the Rockets right now. Whatever. He when, might stink up the joint. Wait, uh, he shouldn't. Wait he shouldn't. Oh, yeah, yep, Christ. I was right. Yep, might stink up the joint. Let's Quick, not talk about get it. Get him out of here. Duncan okay. Robinson, and I will pair him with uh, whose contract did I take? I believe it was. Um, I actually had two, but I had a different one in mind. I gotta go find it. Damn it. What, you you don't you're not sure what contract you're gonna trade him for? I had two Duncan Robinson. Do- oh, that's right, uh, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Yeah. yeah okay. I, yeah, Gabe. I've had it with him. He can go too. You're done with Gabe Vincent. I'm not paying him. Okay. This is as much as I'm getting out of him. Who are you? Tra- run. Who are you trading them for? I'm gonna send them over to the Wizards. For who? Oh, and I'm also gonna send a top five protected pick, first round pick. 
Well, okay. Who who you, you bought the trade for? The Kuzma. I want Kuzma and Delon. I, no, yeah, I done I told do. y'all. I done told Kuzma y'all. Kuzma and Delon Wright. We need to bring him home. The Heat lifer. I've done told y'all. Delon Wright. Delon Wright. I like. I do like him. Point of attack defensively. Can do a little bit of can play really off shoot, ball. Though. Yeah, we can play off the ball. So he's not he's not hogging up the ball necessarily pretty much. He'll cut. He'll cut. But I done told y'all. We've had this conversation multiple times. Kyle Kuzma and, and Tyler Hero cannot be on the same team. Are in the same city for personal reasons. Get, look, and Tyler bro, Hero is the franchise. The same woman. They don't have beef, bro. Tyler Hero is a family man. Kuzma is happy. Uh, he until has until his, his next scandal. Well, yeah. Look, Kuzma has his woman. Though, He's doing right? fine with his, his big, fluffy pink sweaters. Okay? See, you ain't say he had a girl. See, that's my point. He does have a girl. And he's still dating. What's her name? Winnie? Yeah. And he's still dating her? Winnie who? Yes. Winnie Harlow? Really? Yes. Yeah, he been dating her for like, Dang, I think like two years at least. I thought she was with. Um, I think she I she was with up. him when they were in the finals. Nah, it can't have been that long. Yes, yes. they were really? together at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dang man, well, good for him then. Okay, well maybe. But look, I don't know, man. There might be some beef. I don't know. It's hard to no beef, it's hard to dap up a man you know is piping at your baby mama. I'm just saying. Look, bro, he's a he's I like, couldn't do it. You mean what's happening between the Pelicans and the Suns? What you mean? Mm. You don't know why there's real beef there? No, I don't. Enlighten me. Brandon Ingram and uh, Cameron Payne, you know, they have uh, they had interest. The the dancer. They had interest in the same woman at at one point, and that's kind of what kind of sparked the beef between those two teams. Really? Mm -hmm. You didn't notice that Cameron Payne was kind of leading that, and you're just kind of like, "Who are you?" That didn't like that didn't really occur to you. No, I just thought I thought it was just regular Chris Paul bullshit. It could be a conspiracy, but I mean. They have pictures and everything. I mean, C- Cameron Payne was like a little more vocal in this beef than he probably should be considering his role. But wow, yeah. I did not know but that. Then That's Brandon crazy. Took the Instagram and said something about them being pussy or something like that. And I was like, ooh, this is. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Over. A, well, they do say all beefs usually start over a woman, one way or another. It's kind of sad. It's time to live in. All right. So that's all you have for me. No, I have another one. All right. Go ahead. You ready for this one? Yep. This one's a little bit out there. But the Mavericks, they're sitting at ninth in the West. They're struggling. Oh, I was just thinking about the Mavericks. Go ahead. Luka needs some help. Okay. All right. So here's what I got. I'm going to take Spencer Dinwiddie, his two-year contract with $20 million per season. Pair him with Dwight Powell's expiring contract for $11 million. And I will toss in a first-round pick in 2024 because that's the earliest pick they have to trade. I'm going to send them on over to the Bulls for DeMar DeRozan. That's interesting. I like that. And then you could, probably, you could probably play Christian Woods. You could start him at the five because you're not going to start JaVale McGee and DeMar DeRozan together. Exactly. I mean, but well, I guess you'd have to do some some rotation work. That's actually not bad. Mm. Yeah. Any, 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 uh, you don't seem to be sold on that one, Khalil. I mean, I feel like um, DeRozan's effective when the ball is in his hand and him and Luca being there is just kind of weird. It's like almost like the same player just holding the ball. They don't have to be on the court the well, majority of the game. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They okay. don't have to be, but you still got to start DeRozan. Well, for me, this move is kind of, they've done this before. They had the, uh, the Luca and Jalen Brunson thing going for two years. Okay, so this is essentially, you can run, I, I personally, I've talked about this before, 
I think the way they run their offense and the way their team is structured um, is just flawed from the beginning. I don't even fully agree with um, like what I'm about to say, how this could work, because I, I think it's flawed. But uh, they seem to be all in on this Luka thing. And they had, they had Jalen Brunson kind of giving him a little spell, take him, take a little pressure off him. You can run the same offense, that same kind of style, but instead of Jalen Brunson's what like he's like five ten maybe um you have DeMar DeRozan a six foot six proven scorer in this league um and a and a mid-range mid-range ace quite frankly which I think is an area um they could they they're a team that could do they could do with a a, a little more punch in that area I mean the mid-range is just in general obviously is not a part of the game that is really used at all quite frankly but when you're when you're so pick and roll heavy uh, teams will tend to do stuff like they'll you know they'll play zone they might play zones or, or they'll just play a lot of drop especially with Luca to keep him out the paint and yes that doesn't usually matter if you watch Luca gets to his spots no matter what but a pick-and-roll heavy team like that, though, there are a lot of spaces in the defense in that mid-range. And if you have a guy like DeRozan, who we've all seen him play, he does not miss from the mid-range. Mm-hmm. Like, if he gets a clean look, you're like, God damn it. So I think they could that could be really effective for them. It's just it's the same kind of thing they ran the previous two years. You just, you just upgrade Jalen Brunson to DeMar DeRozan. Okay. That's not crazy. All right. I got a trade for you. What you got? All right. So I didn't realize this, but New Orleans is the number one seed in the, the West. I realized that last night. Yeah, we no, yeah, we didn't know that. Okay. That was that was crazy. That was kinda interesting to me. Now, I do think they could possibly there's a trade for them to make possibly. Valentunas, decent, good fit for them, but I feel like they could maybe they could use a little bit more, you know, three and D from from their center, right? Mm-hmm. Space the floor with Zion. What's better than trading Valentunas and the uh, A-list actor himself, Willie Herman Gomez, to Indiana for Miles Turner? Ooh. Get Miles Turner out there, good space on the floor, also rim protection, that, and you still get some rebounding. That's really good. I actually, I, I like that. That's an interesting trade. He's on the last year of his deal. Also, you can send um, Valentunas. He does pretty well with young teams as he did in Memphis before he got traded to New Orleans and now he's in New Orleans he's doing well over there I don't think he'll have a problem he could probably be a good fit for um for Halliburton and um Benedict Benedict oh Benedict Mathieu yes I can't say his last name yes how you feel about that I like that that's a good trade okay I thought that I thought that was a a little decently quick question yes is there any chance you can see this year Zach Levine getting traded I was actually just thinking about a Zach Levine trade. What, did you have anything in mind? I was thinking about him for Dallas, but I, I just don't really think Dallas has. They, the first pick they can trade is 2024. They don't really have any young players to speak of that have any value. So that would I feel like that would be a, a difficult trade to pull off for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about Zach Levine? Okay. I believe, I just want to double check his contract. He's at $37 million a year, am I correct? Yes. All right. The Nuggets, they're a team. 
kind of not not as bad as the Mavericks. They're, they're sitting at, at three in the West right now. I'm kind of chugging along, but they've been a pretty good team the last three, four years. They got the two-time reigning MVP, yes, Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. But they're a team that it you see it in the playoffs, and you you just kind of they don't really have enough. You don't actually believe that. I I don't think they're a team you fear. You fear Jokic, but outside of that, you're kind of eh. Um, so what if we take Jamal Murray? Oh no, no, wait, 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 wait. Calm down, wait, calm down, buddy, calm down. I'm gonna let you rock, but calm down. I'm I'm just saying, it's either him or Porter. But I think I think you can get a little more out of Murray. He's coming off an injury. Okay. His stock his stock's low. Not like he you could maybe he you let him finish out the year, maybe he plays a little bit better right now. Um he's not playing terribly right now. He's averaging um I think it's like eight eighteen and five, eighteen five assists. Um okay. Michael Porter is looking at sixteen and, and six rebounds. So roughly similar production. Um but we can we can go with Michael Porter if you like. I I just think um, he's a guy that has highly he was highly thought of at one time. I'm not sure that he's as highly thought of now. He he just he can't stay healthy. Quite frankly, that's just the problem. Jamal Murray's never really had that issue. He he just he tore his ACL, unfortunate. But that's about it. So quick question, quick question. What's in that for Chicago? Like, why would they be so enamored to so take that I'll trade? So, I send you Jamal Murray. Okay. Okay. And I can send you... Oh, the Nuggets don't have a lot of picks either. Gee, where the hell did their picks go? God damn. Uh, Remember, they made a couple... Minutes. You tried to trade for Jermaine Grant. They've oh, made some trades over the years. they did some trades. They traded for Aaron Gordon. I yeah. forgot about that. They got a 2024 first-round pick they can trade. And... Oh, boy. That's it. 2024 and 2029. Those are their first round picks that they can trade. They got a bunch of seconds that they could trade. But um yeah, I mean and then you know what? Actually too, I would probably do it this way. I would go Michael Porter and uh Bones Nyland. Wait, what? Yeah. I would trade those two with the two first round picks that you can trade. Over to the Bulls for Zach Levine. That's interesting. I don't think that's a terrible trade. Could they get more for Zach Levine? They probably, maybe they could. Um, but he's got he just signed for that five year deal. Um, it looks like Lonzo Ball is now taking the place of Jonathan Isaac. Who knows that he won't play basketball in three years. Um, don't be, yeah, don't do that. He's coming back. The Bulls literally nah, have Lon- no idea when he's coming L- back. Lonzo needs to sue whoever did it, that man surgery. Cause they fucked him up. Okay, that's kind of messed up. Um, it's true though. Nah, for real. That was like it was like a wasn't These it like things a, happen, a torn though. meniscus? It was like a torn meniscus. It's a four to six that's, week injury. That's cool, yeah, things do happen. He's gonna miss things like do two happen. years. You ruined my career. Yeah, you get in a lawsuit, my boy. Sorry, that's no. Okay. They literally have no idea when he's coming back. That's what the Bulls organization. I didn't go to said. the hospital to make my knee worse know. than what it was before. They literally, I believe the last statement was like, it was either earlier this week or, or late last week. The doctor has sent, I think, I don't know, I don't know if it was a doctor, maybe the team executive, but whatever, whoever they, they, they got this statement from basically said, it doesn't look good. We have no idea what he's playing. Okay. All right. 
I got one more trade for you. Then we gonna go into football. Unless Cole, you have anything you you're thinking of? You do have something. Just get rid of Carolina, please. That's your trade request. Just get rid of him. I don't care where he goes. Just get him. Get him out of here. Please. Okay. I, wow. He was Wait. What? He's, he's like yeah, your most consistent player of the whole year. Wow. That's great. Where were you last year when we actually needed you? He was. He was. Um. He had, remember he left. He had the family I'm issues. About the playoffs, my boy. Nah, okay, in his defense, though, he kind of he wasn't really conditioned because he wasn't playing a lot last year. He kind of was in and out for personal reasons. Crazy. So when he got to the playoffs, he wasn't like 100% conditioned. You know what happens to older players. It's a hammy. Yeah, it's it happens. Like crazy. It's almost like the heat, you know. Even then, hey, I just want to say, that game six that got forced to the game seven, it was two people for sure that showed up. It was him and Jimmy. Just saying. Jimmy's always going to show up. That's but fine. But Kyle showed up, too. I need I need Kyle to show up at least half the time. And maybe we wouldn't be in a situation where we go to game seven and lose at well, home. Well, look, you're going to trade Kyle Lowry. I mean, honestly, he's not your problem on this team. You you have no size. That's really your problem. Exactly. I could trade him for size. I mean, he wouldn't be the one you trade because then you now would have a guard issue. But, okay, fine. Whatever. Potato, potato. I can't have Gabe Vincent as my starter. Yeah, I he, don't he won't lie. I will take, <laughs> like, uh, I will take the bag of bones of Kyle Lowry. I will take Y'all have Hills to stop this. Stop this. Gabe Vincent, Vincent over gave Gabe you Vincent. more productivity in the last, uh, last year's playoffs than, Not than this Kyle Lowry. Dude, I, I'm over it. Fam, it's he's actually we playing well this year. The Heat were gonna be, huh? He's playing well this year. I'm not. Oh, look, wow. look, look you know what? You know what? Look, like he That's might crazy. be. Look, I'm telling you right now, you might be able to trade him if you really want to get rid of him. He's looking. He's looking good enough to get traded. He doesn't do you, look like do you, trash. Do you, uh, do you understand what I'm watching right now with Gabe Vincent? I don't. I stopped watching Heat basketball a little while ago. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't. I don't watch much of it. But when I do watch it, especially recently, Victor Oladipo on one leg looks better than him. Look better than Kyle Lowry, man. Look, all right, no, he did. All right, now come no, on, no, he did do, not. We can do the thing about Carly for the past two weeks, bruh. He has not given us anything else. Nothing. He's Actually, been it hasn't Nothing. been two weeks. It was literally like the first two weeks of the season were rough, like rough, like he was washed. You heard that from here. Um, I, I've seen it in person. I but, said it was over. But since but then, since then, he's actually he's turned it around. He's uh, like he sooner or been, later. Dog. He hasn't been their best player. That that's probably been been. Bam, maybe you can make an argument for Tyler Hero, but he's definitely, he's consistent. definitely been their most consistent player. I was one game away of the finals. I don't care about what you're doing what right now. Ta- we're not talking about the finals last year. But Look at them when, now. They suck. It, exactly. So I don't care about you being great. But why are you trying to get suck? rid of him as if he's because the problem? When I needed him to perform in you the know, playoffs, he's holding a grudge. Okay, him. well, you know you need yeah, to hold a grudge against the dude dribbling the ball right now, Caleb Martin, okay? No, I know. What you or, or the man that's about to set the screen and miss the three anyway. He's not going really to miss his screen. Watch this. He's going to make Khalil, his three. Khalil just gonna, out of here. Oh, see, they didn't even get the ball like Khalil that. Khalil has that. one question for Kyle Lowry. He wanted to know Oh, he's going to get the ball. Don't go get the ball. He's going to get it. Pass the ball, you idiot. Yeah, man, like Orlando uh, Robinson, he's legend. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's, he's got cut like twice. Relax, bro. You got to at least have a game. Hey, this, hey. This season is anybody Anybody that stops me from watching Dwayne Nowitzki over here or Dirk Dedman, yeah, I'm okay. Legend. Oh, you're such a hater. All right. All right. I got one more trade. I'll never forgive him for that. I will never forgive Dwayne Dedman for that. 16 seconds on the shot clock. Homie gets the post entry. Freaking dirt fade away. What do I? (laughs) What I look like? (laughs) What are we doing? No hesitation. He made his mind up. He said, I'm getting this ball. I'm doing it. I don't care. All right. This last trade. I've been thinking about this trade for a while. I have thought about this trade in the summer. It finally came back to my recollection. So we were talking about Dallas earlier, right? They did trade for Christian Woods, but it feels like they're they're missing another scoring punch, right? You ain't got nothing else, man. I already did Dallas. Yeah, but but, go ahead. That's uh, fine. But you gave them who you, you gave them like who'd you give them again? 
I gave them DeMar DeRozan. Okay, well let's let's bring it down. Maybe De- maybe Chicago didn't. Do it. Let's get find somebody who's probably more realistic to get moved. Chicago's a mess. Yeah, but I mean this team's this team's a mess too every day. Okay, all right, let's go. The shooter that can't shoot and an unprotected first round pick is going back, baby. Going back once again to the Big Apple, Madison Square Garden for Julius Randle. They would never do that trade. Why? They think we can get out of here. Yes, they would. Why wouldn't they do that trade? They're going to put on this season. I mean, that's fine, but you could get more for Julius Randle. Yeah, but then if Julius Randle is going to go for Tim Hardaway and a protected first, I'll give I you said a, unprotected. I didn't say protected. Whatever. That's, still, that's I'll steal. give you. I'll give you a first round pick right now. You can take Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, whoever else need you to get to the salary. I'll take him. I'll take Julius Randle. I mean, right look, now. I think Julius Randle might be available at trade deadline. I don't see how long he stays in New York. They're not some, going anywhere. I did hear some rumors that they might might be looking. They're going to break up the mid three. Yes, <laughs> that's tough. And I'm way more. I'm a little bit more interested you mean in him. Jalen Brunson is not the answer. No, of course not. No of course matter, not. No matter uh, how much you paid him, I'm more interested in um, worldwide West. Thought so. No, well, he was wrong. I'm more interested in Jamar, uh, Julius Randle than than John Collins, who they've been telling me is going to be traded for the last three years. Oh, I would absolutely prefer um, Julius Randle than John Collins. Okay, but that is that, right? That is that. We're we are past that. We're not doing. We're come back later on in the year to more NBA. Uh, trade machines. Now we're moving on to football, okay? So we don't have Friday picks for you this week because, you know, we don't necessarily need to do them this week. But we're still going to talk some NFL. It's a big weekend, but we're also kind of doing a little review of so far in the season. There's been a lot of lot of moves, a lot of quarterbacks that have come under fire for their performances. Some would say it's the team's fault. Some would say it might be on the quarterback. So what we're going to do is, in a segment I like to call Face of the franchise. I'm I gonna get face of the franchise for you, Brock Purdy. Okay, apparently. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Well. Somebody has to stop this. This is ridiculous. Well, I'm gonna be Seattle. So anyway, keep going. But I'm look, sorry. I'm gonna give you. A, Clayton's actually gonna give you a player. I'm not gonna give you a player. Clayton's gonna give you a player, and then you're gonna you're gonna either agree with him or disagree with him. Is it his fault or is it the team's fault? The first one, I think we all know this player, so this one should be pretty easy, but. I'm going to let Clayton take this one away. So this is me with quarterbacks that are are the reason why the team is struggling. Number one, very easy, Russell Wilson. I I mean, I think it's the most unanimous answer here. Uh, We've said this before. If the Broncos just scored 19-plus points in in every single game this season, they would only have three losses on the season, maybe four, I believe. But imagine that. The Broncos having the same record as the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings. Like, it's Russell Wilson's fault. It's his fault. And I'm sorry, I know he has a concussion. I'm aware of that, okay? But it's not make up for the other 13 weeks of bad quarterback play, okay? It's on him. He is the reason as to why the Broncos probably are going to have a fucking top five pick. All right. So what is your take on that, Khalil? Is he right? Is he wrong? Unnecessary? He's, he's absolutely right. That Broncos defense is amazing, and he's just given that offense nothing. It's definitely on him. I think – I mean, I think he's just regressed as a quarterback. I saying he's washed? I think regressed I think, is I a very, he, very he might be light washed. way of putting it. I think he's washed. He I has taken – Bron- he went good. to Broncos country and rode that Bronco off the goddamn <laughs> Grand Canyon. 
He said, let's ride. Well. He didn't say ride to a ditch, yeah, though. I was saying it wasn't supposed to be the last ride. Man. Shout out to Undertaker. But, uh. you know, I, it's the, I, I definitely think it's on, on Russell Wilson. Brandon. Do, do we have to talk about this? I literally just said he rode the Broncos off the Grand Canyon. And oh. I'm aware the Grand Canyon is not in Colorado. I'm, oh, look I'm at just, you. Geography. All right, look. I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit of put. I'm going to give a little bit of. A little bit of grace in his defense. In his defense. In his defense, his his offense, court the play calling's not really looking too good. Like but at Nathaniel some point, Hackett is a, is was Aaron Rodgers' play calling. Oh, he looked like he might be missing him because for whatever reason, uh, Matt Lafleur doesn't know how to run the ball. But whatever. But I'm just saying, if you know your quarterback by like how how many weeks did it take us to realize? He wasn't. He wasn't like Seattle Russell Wilson anymore. Week one, about two weeks. Okay, so you're telling me, but why would you still continue to run the same offense, not knowing that they literally like finally, I think what this week before he got hurt, they kind of like they kind of started switching things up and they looked a little bit better. Just saying, could maybe not um, fully. I, 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 what? I, mean, I don't know about switching things up and looking a little bit. They were, they were down twenty-seven nothing in that game. But they came back. They yeah, made it well, as competitive. I mean, we're talking about the Chiefs defense here. We're not talking about Okay, but even then, regardless, it looked better than – we're talking about a team that's struggling just to score a touchdown against, like, the, the Ravens. Nobody's scared of their defense. Just saying. All right? I guess. Okay. So, just saying, you know, give look. one week out of – I'm not saying let Russ cook. I'm just saying give, give Russ just maybe just a you know, little bit of grace. But we'll see about that. All right. I got another quarterback for you. Are you ready? Go ahead. Clayton's going to take it away. Number two, Ryan Tannehill, my guy, the wide receiver playing quarterback, is what I told all you Dolphin fans a long time ago. I told all of you it wasn't going to fucking work, and it's still not fucking working. I don't understand how you have the second best running back in the game of football. You second best guys this season. Don't get it twisted. The second best running back in the game of football this year and you can't even get garbage time play action passing yards. How does that fucking work? That's what the Dallas Cowboys live and breathe off of. That's how Dak Prescott makes a fucking living off of play action. And he doesn't have fucking, or he has Tony Pollard. But that's all he has. And you have Derrick Henry, and you can't make anything out of that. I understand that they're a fringe playoff team, but I think they are very fluky, fluky. Fluky playoff team. They just got fucking manhandled by the fucking Jaguars last week. And we'll get to the Jags in a second on my part. But, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Got to go. Okay. Brandon, I'll let you go first. I mean, I think that was a little harsh judgment there of uh, good old Pastor Tannehill. Um, For real, dog, like. He's, uh, you know, he's not the greatest quarterback in the world. We ain't the worst. But, you know, he's solid. Average. Game manager. Shows up most weeks. Doesn't know, has no idea what's coming on the blind side. So if your left tackle is suspect, then, you know, it's a problem. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, they've been pretty good the last few years. I I'm mean, is it all of him? No, I wouldn't say that. I, but, but he's definitely not elevating the team. He's not, like. Which is why they probably yeah. went and traded for Malik. I mean, went and drafted Malik Willis as well. And he ain't cheap. Malik Willis can't throw the football. So. A lot of quarterbacks can't right now in the NFL. This is what it is. 
Khalil, how do you feel about your man Ryan Tannehill? You're a former quarterback. You used to sit in the hot sun and watch Sunday by you Sunday. You said I was a former quarterback? No, you're a former quarterback. I said you're a former quarterback. Yeah. Like I said you're a former quarterback. Oh, you're for, I said yeah. I was a former. I'm like, when, when was this? No. I mean, you did used to be QB at the beach. A lot of touchdowns. Compiler, if you will. Compiler, okay. <laughs> Stats stuff. Um, damn, this is weird. Because usually I would I would take the victory lap one. See, I told you Tannehill was terrible. I mean, uh, and he still is, but. He's a terrible. But see, that's the thing. I wouldn't say that he's like outright just like, you, you can't start the man. Like, he's not that bad. But I do think if they did get a slight upgrade to like another average quarterback, they would probably be a lot better. Okay. If that makes any sense. Like, like I said. He might be more, more right, if they had like below average. If they had Derek Carr, are they better? I think they would be. Hmm. I genuinely do think they would be. They probably would. That'd be interesting. I wonder what they would look like with Derek Carr or Tannehill. I don't think the Raiders would be worse if they had Tannehill instead of Derek, see, Derek Carr. And see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like he might be are you sure? in that like below they, average range. I don't know about that because they have they'd have, I mean, got Devontae Adams. A number one receiver, like but, you just got. You like, know, Ryan Tannehill don't really throw the best deep ball. It's not really but, like his. But like Devonte Adams doesn't like live off the deep ball. He actually lives in more of the intermediate range and and yak. Now he will hit you with the deep ball, you know, if, if you get it to him, of course. But like it, it's not. He's not. He's not like Antonio Brown. Yeah, but you know the difference is, you know where I got you on that one though. Tennessee's offensive line is like decent. The Raiders' offensive line is no bueno, yeah, and you know Josh that man Jake, has Josh, that man has Josh no. Jacob, Josh, Josh Jacobs is having that's that's uh, not the point. Pretty good year. You know that man has no pocket Actually, presence. I believe Josh Jacobs is leading the league in rushing. I think, if not, he's, I believe I'm pretty certain he's top five. That might be. You might need to put that on a poll. Who's the better quarterback, Derek Carr, or who would you rather have, Derek Carr or Ryan Tannehill? That might be an interesting poll. It won't be biased. I know, I, look, I know what Ryan, Ryan Tannehill can give me. I've seen that. All right, Derek Carr. I think you know surprisingly, I think Derek Carr's been to the playoffs more than Ryan Tannehill in his he, career. He probably sure has. has. Yeah, yeah. so sure I mean, I would also has, say, I mean, I mean, like, come on, dude. We've like, seen Tannehill on bad teams. He went like we've three seen years Tannehill without throwing for three touchdowns. Man, come on, bro. We've seen, t- <laughs> but we've seen Tannehill on bad teams and what we consider to be good teams. Um, but I mean, have we seen Derek Carr and what? On a quote unquote good team in his career, like legit like good a team, team, where it's like they should have went deep in the playoffs. I'm not saying make the playoffs. I'm saying like actually win a game or two. Mm, I don't think we have. Not really. Seen like a bubble playoff team, fringe. Yeah, a lot of fringe yeah, Raider yeah, appearances. A couple of questionable head coaches. I mean, Jack Del Rio. Right, well, mm. let's, let's put it this it's way: it's not a good look over there in the coaching department either. So, what's the bare he minimum? He kind of had a bad hand. What's the bare minimum quarterback to replace Ryan Tannehill that you think? Would make the like Titans, keep them rolling like that. You would think the Titans like if the Dol- like okay, we're talking playoffs. Dolphins are in. They got to play the Titans. What's the bare minimum quarterback where you're kind of like, hmm, I don't know about this. I'm a little worried. I'm actually kind of worried. Even <laughs> that's the thing. Well, no, in, I'm not worried about Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. I wouldn't be going into tennis. Oh no, no, no. I wouldn't. I be. mean, it's not Tannehill. I'm worried about. I'm worried about that defense, but. I wouldn't be worried about them because basically it, it's Derrick Henry and, and 
the Dolphins' run defense actually hasn't been like top seven, like baby. A, yeah, they're pretty good. Seventh in the league are run defense. I don't know, but it's just the their idea. Their past defense. Is Let's good. not make this a homer pod. The idea of Patricia. Clayton's not here. He can't stop me. Dude, he will harass me. Clayton That's fine. He's not going to say nothing to me. And even if he does, guess what? I don't care. He's not here. I feel like if you picked any of the average quarterbacks, like if you picked Jacoby Brissett, are you scared? Hell no. Get out of here. I played Jacoby Brissett. Geno Smith, I'm worried about. I'd be scared. See, that's what I was going to say. Geno, Geno's like my Jacoby, I don't know. Jacoby has a tendency to start off pretty hot and then has issues with like finishing games. Um, Because his body's breaking down on all right, I'll give you a new name. Know, new name, Mike White. If they got Mike White, are you are you worried? You really want to do Mike White? I might be. No, You'd be I'm a little not. worried. No, you can say no. no. You want? I think I might be. No, I'm not. I think I there might be a little bit of concern there. All right. Well, look, we got some more quarterbacks to go through. I'm not gonna do all of them, but we have to just on the interest of time. But we do have some more quarterbacks. I'm gonna do the next one. This one might be a little interesting, depending on looking at how the team's playing lately. So. Here you go. Yeah, very excited. Number three, and I just feel bad, honestly. It's it's Jared Goff. I mean, yeah, like the Lions are a great story and stuff like that. But you have uh, you have DeAndre Swift. I think is a very good running back. You have uh, uh, Williams, who I leads the league in fucking touchdowns. And you have Jamison Williams, who just came back from uh, from a torn ACL. You, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Who's coming to his own? Uh, I don't. I think T.J. Hawkinson left, got traded. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and then you just drafted Penay Sewell, and you have a losing record. Like they're playmakers. Obviously, these aren't all top five playmakers. You know what I mean? But these are playmakers that can get it done. These are playmakers that I truly believe can take you to a playoff and might, if you accidentally get home field advantage, could could trap one home playoff game. It's Jared Goff as to why they have a losing record. He's a very shaky quarterback. We saw him throw for 300 yards this past weekend, but then like two weeks before, it's like 150 with three interceptions. You can't have that kind of shaky quarterback play at the uh, at you know at that position and win games. You just can't, and it sucks because he has a long ass contract, and they have to keep paying him. But uh, he he would be a great backup, solid backup. But he, he, I don't think he's cut out for it anymore, bro. Uh, Jared, the Jared Goff experiment needs to be done with. If Jared Goff was in Tennessee, I'd be scared to play that team. I'm going to tell you what, Clayton, I'm going to disagree with you on he that. He did make it to Super Bowl. I feel like you're not watching these games. You haven't watched the Lions this year. It's the it's their defense look, reason why. <laughs> to be fair to you, Clayton, you're a working man on Sundays. Maybe you don't catch them. I've seen... I've actually probably seen the second most teams I've seen play might be the Lions. I've seen like four or five Lions games they're, this year. They're always on the red zone, so I'm watching them every week. I actually think Jared Goff is – he's not the biggest reason. I might even hesitate to say he's a big reason. But he is a reason why they are – what are they, six and seven? Something like that? Six and seven. Why they're six and seven. Um, I've – you're right, Clayton. The, the consistency is um, questionable. Is questionable. There, there are no doubt there are games that they have lost this year, and he was abysmal, like awful. But 
he has played very well. And I'm going to tell you what. I saw that Dolphins game. Golf was carving them up. He was I mean, a lot of up. a lot of people carve up the Dolphins this year on the on the past defense. It's not really saying much. I, I not I'm not going to disagree with you there, but I'll put it to you this way: um, we've pretty much had this secondary for most of the season. Um, Josh Allen didn't carve them up like Josh Jared Goff did. That was when they still had like most of their players were healthy. The only one is Nick Needham. It still matters. Nick Needham was probably their worst. Like, after he went down, they discovered Cater Kohu. No, he played week one. But look, let, no, 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 we can't played. do this. We can't do this. We can't but go. Get, get, anyway. get back on track. Yeah, look, Jared Goff has been playing some good football. He certainly won them some games. He's cost them some games, too. And I think if the Lions, with this team... The Lions could use a quarterback upgrade. Like, if they had a better quarterback, um, they might – that division might be theirs. Um, I don't know. You know, they're not going to – obviously, they're 6-7. and seven, They're not going to have a uh, a very high pick in this year's draft. C.J. Stroud's available. Hmm? Another Ohio State quarterback? Hmm? No? Not interested? Take your silence as a no. Okay, that's fine. No. Okay. Um but I, I I really won't lie to you. I I if I were them, I would this draft. I would go heavy on defense. I would even consider free agency going a little heavy, a little more leaning on defense. And if you can, I don't even think they need like a great quarterback. If they could go get hell, if they had Derek Carr, they'd probably they they might win that division. I think they're they're pretty. I think they're pretty close to being a quarterback away. They're not a quarterback away. There's still some other holes. That defense is not good. Um, I, I do like I, – I actually like um, – I like their linebackers. They're pretty solid. Their secondary is pretty good. Um, Akuda, though. Akuda is looking – well, he, he's injured again. But, yeah, Akuda was not looking great. But their secondary is solid. I think they could use a little bit, uh, little bit of boost up there on, on, in the front four. But – they're they're I'd give them maybe two years. Two years they they might uh they might be running that division. Oh, okay. That's that's an interesting. If they, you know, if they you know, they gotta play the cards, right? Uh, but yeah, they I think they could do it in two years. Okay. All right. Well, we gotta keep it going. Speaking of that division, we got another quarterback. We were just talking about Ohio State quarterback. So Clayton, take it away. Now this is the part where the quarterbacks are not the reason why the teams are struggling. Numero uno, and this is going right to Brandon, Justin fucking motherfucking Fields. He is not the reason. And Brandon's going to say, ah, get him off the phone, get him off the phone. He is not the reason, Wallace. He is not the reason why. He has no help, nothing. They lead the league in rushing. Do you know why that is, Brandon? Because he is the one that is leading the league in rushing. Justin Fields has no help on any side of the ball. One of the worst all lines in the fucking league. They have a quarterback playing running back in terms of Khalil Herbert from Arizona. They have fucking no wide receivers to account for. They just traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool, who I think doesn't even have a reception since being fucking traded. They have no – he has no help. He has no help. They have set Justin Fields up for failure. And I blame this 
go to the grave on this. That if he just went somewhere else, I'm not saying that he's going to be a turnaround player, but top 15 quarterback from Justin Fields if he went somewhere else, plug and play type of situation. I truly believe that. It is not Justin Fields' fucking fault that the fucking Chicago Bears are owned by Daddy Rogers. That's not my fucking problem. Why does he think I hate Justin Fields? I don't understand. I think think he's getting you confused with me. Maybe because I, I like Justin Fields. I, and I agree with him. I I I I, I low key think the Bears are, are are doing uh they're doing this black man dirty. Just oh oh you got, oh you gonna play the race card? Um, yeah, you're I'm, you're I'm, really you're really gonna I go mean, there. Come on man, what you doing? Look look what they got out here. That's racist. Okay, go ahead. Look what they got out here. The the the, the traded uh, Roquan Smith. All right. Best That's defense. Leader. The defense is still kind of holding He's the on. Best linebacker in in football. Uh, maybe Fred Warner, but he, he's de- he's definitely an argument for the best uh, linebacker in football. And uh, who who's the? Well, they traded Robert Quinn. He was kind of whatever, but yeah, he he um, hasn't done nothing on the Eagles. They they don't have. He's thought. Look, Darnell Mooney's like a nice little receiver, but like he well, he's probably like at best if you have like a if you have like Devontae Adams as your number one, Darnell Mooney can be your two. They got Chase Claypool. But he, Darnell Mooney's probably more of like a three. On like so, a <laughs> so he's a two at best, <laughs> more like a three, and that's their best possible receiver they have. They have team. Chase Claypool. Chase Hold Claypool, on. dog. Chase Claypool. That's a, a whole fraud. lot of talk. Let's not do this. Get out of here. Even on the Steelers, there was a whole lot of. Oh, come on now. He ain't that guy. I mean, the Steelers, value said the he Steelers is, did the Packers a favor, not trade, not taking their offer for Chase Claypool. Wow, that's crazy. He's terrible. He's not good. All right, so you watched him in you watched him against that Dolph in, in that Dolphins game. That's all. I was there. I seen it. My my only thing with Justin Fields is I do think as a running as like a dual threat quarterback, I guess with the running ability, it is good. But my only issue always with those quarterbacks is you know if they get hurt and they can't and they're more relied on to just throw in the pocket. I just don't know how efficient he can be as a quarterback, or if he's in a game where a team takes away his ability to rush the ball as effectively as he does. That's I'm my gonna, question. I'm not going to hold you. Like if the if the Tua thing hadn't really, you know, looked like it has this year, I I would have I would have swapped him for Justin Fields. Not going to go there, but okay. I would. I mean, hey, that's your opinion. You have you have the whole right to, to have that. I mean, I yourself. think look, Tua, look, Tua is a better fit for this offense, but like I think the added. The added uh, run game element. The run game element for an offensive line is already terrible. I mean, I think that would kind of like you, you run you run like a quarterback uh, off tackle. You could be. Mm, I it'd mean, be a beautiful thing. I think. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next quarterback. Clayton, take it away. Also, another quarterback. Not the reason. Trevor Lawrence. Listen. And, and Rob's going to roll his eyes, too. And it's not Dougie P's fault, either. Super Bowl oh, winner, Dougie P. All right? Oh, shut up. Trevor Lawrence was put in a bad situation ever since he got drafted. The Jaguars are not known to be to be a good football organization. There's no two ways around it. There really isn't. I remember they went to the AFC Championship. We all do in 2017. Why were we there? Because of the fucking defense. They weren't there because of fucking Blake Bortles. All right, they weren't there because of that. They set him up for failure as well. I believe they could win a couple more games if they just had a better, it's just a decent team. They're fucking throwing 87 mils to Christian Kirk 
Evan Ingram is putting up numbers. Whenever Ingram is putting up numbers, it's like fucking break in, cl- in case of emergency. Break glass in case of emergency. It's not Trevor Lawrence's fault. I can't. I can't give it to him. He, he was thrown into a bad situation ever since he got drafted. No one could save the fucking Jaguars. Okay, so you guys think about that one. I, you know how I feel about sunshine. I'm not giving you that cop out. That's kind of what happens when you're the number one pick. You no, go to a team that that isn't to very a oh, that's what we're doing now, you guys. I mean, I don't watch Jaguars football, so I can't really speak to it. Um, he's been better. He's yeah, played well this year. I don't know if it's necessarily on him. He he's missed a lot. He he has not reached the Brandon Bar a few times this year, though. He, I mean, I will say, I probably Bar. say. Did he go to what? Like, did he meet the expectations that we thought he would be in the league? Probably not. But I also don't think that's his fault. So it's kind of weird to really, you know, blame it on him. I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Like, it's just the Jaguars. Like, I don't know why, you know, we're surprised that it didn't work out. I think if he did go to a different team, um, he could potentially be better. I don't know if he's going to be, like, number one overall type of better, but – who knows? All right. I've well, already told you the problem with t- Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence uh, was at Clemson throwing to dudes who were butt naked open. And even times when he wasn't throwing to dudes who were butt naked open, quite honestly, he was making throws that you just can't get away with in the NFL. Like that safety back there, that Virginia safety that you're that you're throwing that uh, that deep corner route to. He's he's he's. He's not very good. He's a safety that plays for Virginia. He's not very fast. He's he's probably a decent player. Like I'm not gonna say he's trash, but you know he's he's not. He's not an NFL safety. Like that's just what it is. He's not Javon Holland back there. He's not Minka Fitzpatrick back there. He's not even Harrison Smith back there. Dan Jackson. He's not Dan Jackson. Either. All right, we're moving on. If that's what you're about to do, we're about, uh, we're about to move on. What? What? I'm naming some great safeties. Okay, next Fine, quarterback. Next quarterback. NFL, next you know, quarterback. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Next quarterback. I tried to make this about you, Clayton, but that's you enough. See Robert didn't let me. That's enough. Now, this one's kind of debatable because it's it's two teams that are fringe playoff teams, the Commanders and the Jets, Mike White and Taylor Heineke. I, they were thrown into a bad situation, and they were, like, I guess you could say even with those bad situations, they have a winning record, you know, with Dak Wilson playing as long as he did. But it's not their fault they got thrown into the ring of fire. It was like, try and win football games. Everything the commanders and the Jets are doing right now, they're playing with house money. It's not my fault Dak Wilson can't throw a football forward, you know. And Carson Wentz doesn't know what health is ever. So there, it's not there. For anything that happens the rest of the season, if neither of those teams make the playoffs, or something drastic happens, or whatever, I will not put it on those two guys. They've come in, they've done their best. Taylor Heineke annoys the shit out of me as an Eagle fan, but Mike White, dude, is far better, superior over Zach Wilson. There's no if fans around around that. Taylor Heineke comes in, he's game manager, but it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Those are my two cents. So have a great day. All right. The Clayton heel turn on Carson Wentz has been something. It's an all-time great heel behold. turn. I mean, this is a man who is going to name his his firstborn Carson Wentz Martin. Well, was <laughs> wait, was. was not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's tragic. I mean, 
Is it really he that? He tried to tell me. He tried to tell me he was better than Ryan Tannehill. Who? Look who's still look who's still doing things in the league. But I rather. But I would. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I would rather have Ryan Tannehill than Taylor Heineke. You'd rather have Taylor Heineke. I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather have Taylor. I actually. I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill. I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm not gonna go that crazy. No, I'm not gonna allow this. I seen Taylor Heineke in the playoff game. It wasn't that great. You mean the playoff game that he won? All right, get out of here. What? Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Really? That's not. That's not what the score says. You heard me. That's not. This is the scorekeepers. We're keeping the score. He didn't win that game, buddy. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he's won a playoff game. I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure he won. What I'm, year? I'll look this up right now. Wasn't it his first? He year? lost the Bucks. Year. He lost to the Bucks. No, that's after. That was that the was second like game. The second game. No, he won a playoff game. I'm pretty no, sure. I'll look that up. I'm looking at. I know right I'm right not now. going crazy. I know. Yeah, I'm pretty course, sure he won a playoff game. I know he lost game. to Tom Brady, but I'm pretty sure he won a game. Before Didn't he? That. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he won a playoff game. Y'all sure about this? Who did he beat? I don't know. I'm not a Commanders fan. I was gonna say I don't watch him. Well, I don't. I'm I don't not giving Dan Snyder my money. At that time, money. I think they were still called the uh, the football the football team. Football team. The Washington football team. That might have been the first team? year of the football team. Yes. I think it was because it was the same year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Who was? Yes, it, it was because remember, um, he went through Heineke, Aaron Rodgers, and then um, who the hell was was uh, um, Mahomes? Who was their quarterback that year? That guy. They they lost they lost in the first round. To the to the Bucks, Tw- thirty-one to twenty-three. He's never won a playoff game. Nope. He's zero and one. Is that what you're telling me? Yep. Because he was. didn't make it after that, has he? Nope. You know what? That's fine. I don't even care. You don't care. Okay. I've That's seen, what we're look, doing now. Okay. This Tyler Heineke thing. Look, look. They're not rolling with him. They tried it's to Taylor, get, by the way, what? since you're so happy about him. Not Tyler. Bruh, bruh, uh, yeah, whatever. Tyler Heineken. All right. Not, listen, all right. Man. Disrespectful. Listen, man. Listen, he doesn't need me to respect him. He out here buying. He out here collecting, collecting freaking Jordan uh, shoes for every team he beat. He out here collecting them, um, them freaking Infinity Stones. Okay. Out here, listen, man. All right, they've done this like three years in a row. Okay, they're out there. They got their guy. It's Carson Wentz or it's it's Kyle Allen or I don't I don't even know who the hell the quarterback was that. For. Was it was it uh it was Dwayne Haskins wasn't it in that first year. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, a little bit of Alex Smith they, before he got hurt. They roll with like Alex Smith, like they'll, they'll roll with like whatever guy they said they got, and then that dude gets hurt or he sucks or whatever, and they go to they go to uh, Heineken over there, and you know the dude brings energy. He will look, um, look, he's not Tom Brady. They're not out here going undefeated, but he wins them some damn games, man. I like the kid. I'm not saying look, I wouldn't want him as my starting quarterback, but you know what? Dan Snyder over there out here picking picking Carson Wentz and making trades for people. He obviously can't identify quarterback talent. If you're gonna just just roll with the Heineken man, bro. Just roll with it. See what happens. Cool. I agree 100. percent All right. Now Mike White, the pride of Pembroke Pines. I don't forget about him. You would rather have, you'd really think he's better than Zach Wilson because their offense doesn't look like it the last couple of weeks. He's without a doubt better than Zach Wilson. Okay. Now, now hold on. I, look, we, we need to be fair. The Jets' run game has basically been it, – it, it's taken a big hit. I'm not going to say it's been non-existent. Uh, Zonovan, Zonovan Knight uh, gave them a little a little bit of punch uh, last week, I believe it was. Um, but their run game has, has taken a, a big hit since losing Brees Hall. Okay. Um, and uh, Mike White, I do think he's better. Than Zach Wilson, at this point, Zach Wilson's not a good quarterback. He's a poor leader. Um, 
he turns the ball over way too much. And he just like he he just he misses all the time. I mean, I believe it was his last that that game. I think it was the game where he came out and he said he wasn't responsible to uh he didn't feel bad about leaving his defense out to dry. Um I watched him make probably two or three throws that should have been intercepted that weren't intercepted. They were just awful throws. Like he was quite frankly lucky that those balls didn't get picked off cuz I mean, lord have mercy. I they were I don't know what he was doing. I it's not even like he threw the ball to a spot and you know maybe the receiver broke off the route or or the 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 defensive back made a great play like i literally like what did you see why are you throwing the ball because he's he's throwing it there's no receiver there so i i don't know man look can he can he do better can he can he improve absolutely he's he's in year two he can certainly improve um and he has actually a pretty a coordinator, um, Mike LaFleur, who is fairly well thought of and seems to, <laughs> seems to care about running the football, <laughs> unlike his brother. Oh, there we um, go. And so, look, he can do better. He can develop. But um, I think what you're seeing with this Jets team, and they haven't – they have lost some games recently. They've, they've played some tough teams, but – their passing game has come to life, and the connection that Mike White has with Garrett Wilson, who's their number one receiver and top draft choice, I believe, last year, um, or a second-round pick. He might have been a second-round pick, but um, nonetheless, very talented receiver, their clear number one receiver. You can't – that that's the most valuable thing there. Zach Wilson had no connection with this dude, um, and Garrett Wilson, when they asked him about um, the uh, Zach Wilson stuff, he played it diplomatically. Like, he didn't really, like, throw Zach Wilson under the bus or, or, like, attack him or anything like that. But he did say that it's not good enough. The offense isn't good enough. And since then, he has been one of the best receivers in football because he and Mike White, they're on the same page. So, and look, I don't know why he and Zach Wilson aren't. Maybe it's has something to do with Zach Wilson thinks he's – God over there. I, I don't know. But he's being humbled if anything. But yeah, I, I, I don't think we can really debate this one. Okay. Well the, this is this is one of those the numbers don't lie. Well we'll see if they make it in the playoffs. But to be fair to Zach Wilson, he does have the better win loss record. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we're gonna wrap this show up. Khalil final thoughts. Um I'm terrified of Saturday. It's only a day away. It'll be fine. What happens on Saturday? The Dolphins you might get destroyed by Buffalo. by Buffalo. Oh yeah, the they city. might freeze in Buffalo. Literally, um, they had the air conditions cranked up to like fifty. My quarterback saying oh, I played yeah. in Alabama in a dome, but okay. Tua was in Baltimore the other day visiting his brother, throwing in the sun. Nice. Where was that last year against Tennessee? I'm so confused. I don't the Tennessee know. game when he couldn't throw the ball. Oh, he didn't have a, he didn't have a coach to inspire him. He was going through things. That is also true. Okay, his coach, coach made, his coach made him fact, question him. So we get um we get Argentina, uh, the World Cup final, on Saturday also. Or no, in the daytime I think. In the morning, yeah. Yeah. For all the marbles, I'm not the biggest soccer guy, but do we have the conversation if Messi wins the World Cup? 
But I think Messi's the in conversation. Messi's, I think if he wins the World Cup, I think Messi's a better player. But um, I think if he wins the World Cup, I don't think there's a question. Especially because this isn't like, this hasn't been like, and look, no, Argentina does have a pretty good team. Make no mistake about it. They have, it's not like Messi. Like, Messi's playing well, but he's not, it's not like, bro, this, this, if Messi doesn't show up, like, we don't have anything. They have, mm-hmm. they have talent on their team. Um, but Messi has been carrying them, and that's kind of, I guess that's kind of the point here is that he's, he's playing well. And, and honestly, I think it, it, to, uh, to be to to be to be fair to to Messi here um the situation is kind of a little interesting cuz uh, Cristiano Ronaldo had his uh, issues with Manchester United mm-hmm. his club team and uh, basically he said he basically thinks he's too good to to basically they basically kind of asked him to be like the equivalent of a bench player mm-hmm. um you know you just maybe you start every now and then but you mostly come off the bench he said he's too good for that doesn't want to do that. Um, feels the manager was disrespecting him um, and things like that. And honestly, Ronaldo, quite frankly, in my opinion, and, and I'm a Manchester United fan and I like Ronaldo and, and he's done a lot for the club and, and everything like that. Dude's acting entitled, man. Like he's living off, off his resume. And that's, look, you're a great player. And nobody's taking that away from you. But um, the numbers are the numbers. Manchester United this season, when Cristiano Ronaldo starts, have won 25% of their games. When he does not start, they've won 75% of their games. Oh, it's Jesus. that simple. Wow. They're a much better team without you starting. And and so, um, look, if, if it's not, I don't have a problem if he wants to go somewhere else and stuff like that. But you came out there, you you, you did the interview with Piers Morgan, you, you know. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was funny. That, stuff like that, that was, is all wild. Yeah. And, like, then you come – you get to the World Cup. Um, first game, he scores. It was a penalty, but scored nonetheless. Um, and then you didn't really do anything after that. So much so that your your uh, uh, international manager, Fernando Santos, benched you too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so it's it's just it's it's not a good look, man. You know, like you can't be the guy saying like, "Oh yeah, no, I still got it." But, but now it, it, you're looking at two managers who came to the same conclusion: the team is better without you starting. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and then I don't know who knows where he's going to end up. He's a free agent. Um, all the reports I've heard going back to the summer were his his agent is shopping him around to some of the biggest clubs like Bayern Munich and and uh, PSG and and Chelsea. Has supposedly been interested, but or she shopped him to Chelsea, but they're they're no takers, and it, Chelsea's going to be out because they signed a, a, a striker today. Um, so Munich has come out and said they don't want him. They respect him, the great player, all that stuff, but they don't want him. So I don't know where you're going to go. The only other thing I'll ask is if Mbappe does win another World Cup, dude, two World Cups at 23. You have. I mean, he gets leapfrogged into like goat conversation automatically, like right, like now. Oh yeah, no, no. He, doubt, he's right? he now. The only thing I will say about that, um, I'm not gonna call him the goat or anything like that. Although he admittedly does have a a, a re- he would have a resume that would put him in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think he need he needs to do. He's played well this World Cup. Right now, he's leading with the Golden Boot. That means the most goals in the, in the in the tournament. Um, however, I don't feel, and I'm a France fan. I watch all their games. I don't feel like he has he has stamped his 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 impact on on the team on on the play like Messi has. Okay. Now France has a France has a better team. Oh than, yeah, without than, a doubt. than Argentina. Um, they have a lot of dudes. Olivier but they've been Giroud. dealing with a, a lot of injuries too, though. Yes, they have. They've also been hammered by injuries. But um, you know, they're they're a good team, no doubt. But the other thing that Mbappe would need to do, he he needs he needs a champ. He needs some Champions League. Uh, he has not won a Champions League yet. Um, so we'll see if he can get that. He's only twenty three. He at, has twenty three. Like he's quite frankly he's thing, not in his prime yet get, if i'm not i mean the hardest thing to get would be the world cups once you get those everything else i feel like over time you can you can whether you're going to a different team or whatever the case may be you can kind of um achieve that um i would say the world cups are harder i guess because they're less often they're once every four years mm-hmm. but um are they any harder than a I wouldn't say so because, um, like I said, he plays for France. France has a really – quite frankly, in 2026, I think France will probably be the favorite again. They mm-hmm. might – like, well, they got to win this year. But if they win this year, they might three-peat. Mm. I think they'd okay. be the favorites because they'd have – at that point, Mbappe would be 27 in the smack dab middle of his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd have their midfield, uh, uh, Alorian Chumeni. He's a $100 million player. Real Madrid, I think he's like 18 or 19. Oh, so he'll Christ. be like 20, 22, 23. He's one of the best best young midfielders in the world. Um, that back line, their back, uh, their center backs, a couple of young guys, um, super, super talented, but they're young and, and they're playing because of injuries. Um, so they have a lot of, they're a young team. They're a young, highly talented team. And in four years, a lot of those guys, they're they're in their prime. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in their primes. Um, you know, soccer can change. Like, you know, who knows? Um, you know, maybe, who knows? Maybe the, the United States gets some more. T- you, you never really know. But maybe they get hit. They just get manslaughtered with injuries that year again, too. So you, you never know. But um, it'd be worth a conversation. I think you need, you need to really, I think to really seriously have that conversation, he's got to win a Champions League. Okay. If you got two World Cups and a Champions League, I mean Ronaldo doesn't have one. Yeah. And 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 look, let's keep. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Portugal's team is not trash. It's not like Ronaldo's over there and you're just like, like okay, I'll give you an example. Mo Salah from Liverpool. Yeah. Very good striker. One of the top strikers in the world. Plays for Egypt. They don't really have anybody. They didn't have yeah much around him. Yeah. They didn't even qualify for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's not a situation like that. Ronaldo, uh, Portugal is, is is ultra talented. A lot of top young players. They got some very good um, players in their prime. Bruno Fernandez plays for Manchester United, one of the best midfielders in the world himself. Um, they got some young talent. Goncalo um, Ramos, a young player, 21 years old. He's the guy that replaced Ronaldo. That the that the manager decided to replace Ronaldo with. Jao Felix, a lot of lot of good players at top clubs. So you might have a point there. All right. And that was your World Cup edition of Final Thoughts. We will see you got huh? 
it's the only thing going on right now that's worth watching, I guess. I guess that's guess how you Sports look at wise, it. Sports-wise. That's true. Know. All right. Well, that has been another edition of the Scorekeepers Podcast. We will see y'all on Monday. We are out. This has been another five-star production.